The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hey, thanks for joining me. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and I am so glad that you can be with me on the show today. Today, we will be talking about perfectionism, the good, the bad, the ugly, and really, I'd also like to add in there, if there's time, how to live with a perfectionist. And uh, actually, before I get into that, I'd like to mention that you can follow me, find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And uh, you can also find out more about me on my webpage, thehealingwhisper.com. And links to all of that is available through the Voice America website. Before I even say one word about perfectionism, This little disclaimer that I like to say is this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. Perfectionism tends to get a really bad rap. And yes, there are are reasons to really not appreciate perfectionism. But on the other hand, what would we do without the perfectionists of this world? Now, I am going to be straightforward right now. I am a perfectionist. Yes, me, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. I am a perfectionist. So I speak about perfectionism from a place of being there, done that, got the t-shirt type situation. So let's just start in how does the world define perfectionism? And it is defined as a person, or perfectionist, is a person who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. 
And I can appreciate that as a definition. But I do not believe that is what perfectionism is really about. Now, it may be for a person who is not truly a perfectionist and is trying to live as a perfectionist. And what do I mean by that? Well, a lady some time ago introduced me to a wonderful author. Her name is Carol Tuttle. You may be familiar with Carol. She wrote a book. Well, she's written several books. But the book that I read that uh, I, I can say really was quite enlightening for me was It's Just My Nature. And in this book, she describes people's nature, what they are born with, how they are born to be. It's talking about a person's energy. That was a great aha moment for me to realize that my energy as a perfectionist is who I am. She also listed out several other types of energy. And there are the primary types of energy for me, which would be as a perfectionist. And then there are the secondary types of energies. Now, it's not unlike the Myers-Briggs test the personality test, like the DISC test. But it is quite unlike those because it really comes down to the nature of a person, not just their personality. So when you have the nature to want to have everything perfected, It is by your own definition of perfection that you are shooting towards. And this actually is what tends to get people in trouble, is that they feel that everyone else should be molded in to their definition of perfection. And that's why perfectionism has tended to get quite a bad rap, and it's not undeserved. It makes people uncomfortable to have to come up to somebody else's standard. It also makes them uncomfortable to be proven wrong. And that's where we as perfectionists really fall down we need to realize that perfectionism in and of itself is not a bad thing. But when we hold others to our particular standard, then that can be a bad thing. Don't want to go there to hold other people up to our standard. Now, Let's talk just briefly a little bit about 
our own personal standard. Where did we set that standard? How did we set that standard? And did we set that standard realizing that we may or may not be able to achieve it? Folks, I don't care how much of your nature is to be perfectionist, but you also have to realize you will never be perfect just simply because we are human and we are living in a world that, well, it it can't be perfect. So here's what you need to do. You need to set that standard and then you need to accept a level of perfection that you can reach. You may set the standard and it may be unreachable. But always realize that there is a point where you have to say, good enough. And folks, that is an extremely difficult thing if you are a perfectionist. Now, realizing that our perfectionism cannot be put onto the rest of the world doesn't mean that we can't ask the rest of the world to live up to a certain standard. And this is where the good part of being a perfectionist comes into the picture. Let's just say, let's just take an example. If other personality types said having things not perfect by any size, shape, or form, were building a road, and they didn't have a set standard to meet, and let's just say they figured, well, we'll just build one lane on this road. That's good enough. But the standard is to have two lanes. And let's say that standard was set by a perfectionist or a person whose energy type is to be a perfectionist. The other person does that's building the road does have to make two lanes on the road. And folks, that's the good news. The perfectionists in this world help create a better world. And if you, as a perfectionist, see that, it helps a whole bunch to realize that, yes, I am a perfectionist, and I like to see the world better because of my perfection. And folks, if you're not a perfectionist, don't want to be, have no desire to be, realize that the perfectionists are out there to help improve things. 
and that if you didn't have this standard, then things might not be as great as you would like. Just keep that under your hat, and the good news is that, yes, a perfectionist, you have your place in this world, as well as everyone else. It's a very, very important place to have. I'm going to take a break a little bit early, and when we come back, we'll talk about how to discover if you are truly, energetically, a perfectionist. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Fitness is important to keep your body in tip-top shape now and aging gracefully for the future. The Fitness Momentum Show with Coach Michael Merlino is designed to be your guide to fitness and running, whether you're a beginner or ready to run your next marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to essentially be your own trainer. Get the most out of your fitness regimen and tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back and thanks for sticking with me. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. Today we are talking about perfectionism and the good, the bad, and the ugly. Just before the break, I was discussing a little bit about the energy types of people that are perfectionistic in their energy. And the good news is that if you were born with the energy type of being a perfectionist, 
that is the way it is supposed to be. If you were born without that energy type, then if you're trying to be perfect, it's causing you stress. Let's take a little look at what the person that was born to be, it is in their very nature, to be a perfectionist. Well, first of all, you can kind of look at their language, the way they speak as to, are they a perfectionist? Do they use their words carefully? Do they pronounce their words carefully? Or do they do things like, well, they kind of talk sloppily. And that's just an example. That's a very difficult example for me to give simply because it is my energy. It is my nature to speak clearly, succinctly, and use my language carefully. Another thing about a perfectionist that you will notice is they tend to be very deep in their thinking. Reflective would be another word for it. And another thing that you will notice about a perfectionist is they like to play with the rules. And the rules may be set up and they disagree with the rules, but they do like to play inside the rules. And your perfectionist is also a person that likes to make rules. And it it does drive other people nuts. Frankly, it It's not something that people enjoy, having rules to live by. But that's what the perfectionist does. Now, if you don't see yourself in any of those descriptions, and if it doesn't even come close to your particular way of being then you are not a perfectionist. Or maybe I should say, you probably are not a perfectionist. And that's maybe a difficult thing for you to live with. And here's the deal. If it is your nature to be a perfectionist, and you are trying everything in your power to not be a perfectionist, you are creating stress within your own body. The same thing goes for those of you who are not, in your nature, a perfectionist. If you are trying so hard to be perfect... and it's not in your nature to be perfect, then you are also causing stress in your very bodies just because it's not your nature. 
So how did that happen? Well, if you're not born to be a perfectionist, but you have a parent or a teacher or some other mentor who was a perfectionist in nature, and they taught you, it has to be this way or no way, my way or the highway. (laughs) You learned inappropriately for your very nature to try and be perfect. And it's not your nature. And everything within you is saying, I can't do this. I can't make it like that. I want to go off and have a party, for example. Or I want to go off and do something else. I want to do something but not be perfect. If everything within you screams not to be perfect, then that says it is not in your energy. It is not in your nature. Now, if it is in your nature to be perfect and you are trying not to be perfect because the world is telling you you are wrong to be perfect or to attempt to be perfect, I should say, then that is just as stressful. Well, it's actually more stressful for the perfectionist to not be perfect because everything we see, everything we look at can use some improvement. And folks, realize that. Realize that everything you see and everything you look at could always use improvement in your eyes. But it's not necessarily your job to improve everything that you look at and everything that you see. And here is the crux of the situation. Learning to decide what you can improve and what you can't. Just realize, if you cannot control the situation, if there is something outside of your personal control, then give it up. What sorts of things are outside of your personal control? Well, other people. If it depends on another person, whatever it is, then you have to give it up. If it depends on circumstances that you cannot control, then give it up. Find something that you can do that is within your control that will keep you satisfied within your own nature. And let me give just a little simple example. Let's just take a 
silverware drawer or a flatware drawer. This this is for the gals and, and even the guys who love to keep cooking in their kitchen. That drawer to the perfectionist, all the knives and forks need to face in a certain direction and be stacked in a certain way. That's what keeps us happy. (laughs) It's a silly thing to think about. If that's what keeps you happy, then great. But it will drive the perfectionist absolutely nuts if one piece of that silverware is not in its place. And perfectionists, I'm talking to you right now, it's perfectly fine to have your silverware arranged the way you want to. It's also fine to let the rest of the family know that they need to put it in the drawer in that certain way just to keep you from being nuts. And it's not extraordinarily difficult for other people to align a piece of silverware. Now, can you control whether they will align it or not? No, you can't control it. But you can also always replace it in the certain position that that you like without judgment. And there's the key. Do not judge the rest of people in your family if they do not want the silverware aligned that way or if they don't care. Do not judge them. It's not their nature to line the silverware in the drawer. You can just line it back up, smile, be happy, and move on. It's a very simple example. Another example might be at work, at your desk. Let's say that you've got your pencils in a certain position in a pencil box or pencil pen holder. That is your position. That is perfectly fine. And that is for you and you alone. If people come and borrow your pens and pencils and don't put them back in the right place, well, that's just the way it is. You can arrange your pencils and pens where you need to. Continue to respect and, yes, love those other people just as much as you would had they put your pencils and pens back in exactly the spot that you wanted them to be. Now, what if you are not a perfectionist by your very nature, and yet you learned somewhere along the line that having something not perfectly arranged in the drawer was, well, let's just use a word, it was a dire sin not to arrange that silverware in the drawer because whoever taught you to arrange the silverware in the drawer 
didn't understand that that wasn't your nature. How do you heal that? Well, first of all, it's realizing it is a unhealthy belief that you have to have the silverware in the drawer in a perfect way because that is not your nature. And you need to learn how to change that unhealthy belief. And folks, we have talked about this on previous shows using the healing codes on how to heal unhealthy beliefs. Whether it's a belief that you are not loved or a belief that you are not perfect enough. That can be healed and you can move on. You can also realize that, yes, I can put the silverware in the drawer and I can explain to my perfectionistic spouse that I'm sorry if I didn't do it up to your standard. I'm trying. It's the best I could do. And leave it at that. When we come back from the break, I'm going to talk a little bit about living with the perfectionist and living with the unperfectionist. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. 
Now back to the show. Hey, thanks for sticking with me. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And uh, you can find me on Facebook, The Healing Whisper, and Twitter, and LinkedIn, and YouTube. You can also go to my website, The Healing Whisper. Dot com and find out a little bit more about me. And all of those links are available through my uh, Voice America page here. Today we are talking about perfectionism and how it is our very nature for some of us to be perfectionists. And how it is a wonderful thing to have perfectionists in this world. Because without the perfectionists, we may be a society of anarchists, no rules. (laughs) And of course, being a perfectionist myself, I, I see rules as a necessary. And for somebody who is not a perfectionist, hasn't even a modicum of perfectionism in their blood, they think rules are for, well, definitely not for them. For everything, for every person, there is an energy type. And an energy type of perfectionism is what we're talking about today. Not everybody has that energy type of perfectionism. So what if you are a perfectionist? And and folks, perfectionists tend to know that they are perfectionists. They tend to know the order that they like to live within and like to do things And folks, you know that living with a perfectionist can be extraordinarily difficult. And perfectionists, you know that living with non-perfectionists can be very difficult. So what is a person to do? In any relationship... Every finger has to be pointed back at yourself. In any relationship, you have to look in the mirror. If you are a perfectionist living with a non-perfectionist, somebody who's not of that energy type whatsoever, And something they do or don't do is disturbing the relationship. Look in the mirror. What do you need to change as a perfectionist within yourself to not be driven nuts by something that that other person does or doesn't do. And I'm not just talking about a relationship at home. I'm also talking about work relationships. I'm also talking about relationships of things where you just meet a person briefly. 
And here is the ultimate thing that you have to do, no matter which side of the perfection coin you live on, you have to look at other people and other situations from a point of love. And this means unconditional love, no matter what. And folks, this is an absolutely extraordinarily difficult thing to learn and to do. And before folks as perfectionists, we judge anyone or anything for not being up to our personal standard, take a step back. Look at yourself and say to yourself, why is it that I want to judge that thing or that person? Evaluate that. And if the reason for judging is because of them, because of something out of your control, then stop the judgment right then and there. Because you cannot control that. Put your hands up, maybe literally, maybe not, but put your hands up and say, good enough, or put your hands up and say, walk away. Now, non-perfectionists, how do you live with a perfectionist? (laughs) Comes back down to the very same thing. First of all, look in the mirror. Look at yourself. What are you doing to change that relationship? What can you do to change that relationship? If you cannot physically or emotionally meet the standard of that perfectionist, Please let them know, but let them know in an attitude of love and that of unconditional love. We as perfectionists need to understand that not everybody can do things exactly the way we would like them done. It's hard perfectionists, yes, and it's hard non-perfectionists to put that out there for fear of retribution. But here comes that fear word. Whatever you fear appears. So folks, whether it is fear of something that not being perfect or fear of being judged because of your non-perfection. Fear is, again, the lack of love. And realize that. Change your fear to love and do it down in your heart that I love you with all my heart. Heart. The heart we've been speaking about for weeks here on this show. 
one more relationship I would like to bring up between people is the relationship of a perfectionist with a perfectionist. And folks, this is absolutely the most difficult relationship because one perfectionist's standard is not the other perfectionist's standard. I would say nine times out of ten. And one perfectionist fell in love with the other perfectionist in that kind of a relationship because of their perfectionism. Or one perfectionist works with or for another perfectionist or hired another perfectionist because of that quality. And once again, this comes back into looking in the mirror at the relationship. If things are going sour in a perfectionist, perfectionist relationship, look in that mirror. Look at what you can change about yourself to work with that other perfectionist. And I want to put it out there very strongly relationships are not like a business deal. Absolutely do not, under any circumstances, make a business deal in a relationship. And what do I mean by that? I mean what's in it for me type deal. You do this and I'll do that type of relationship. And that goes for employment relationships as well as personal at-home relationships. So fix yourself. Do not try to fix the other person. And I know it seems kind of counterintuitive to approach relationships that way. But folks, believe me, it works. And I know personally that it works. Because as a perfectionist, when I was in dental practice, when I couldn't get something absolutely perfect to my standard, I made other people miserable. I made my assistants miserable because it didn't meet my standard. And folks, my standard was impossible to reach, humanly impossible to reach. As soon as I worked on myself and realized that that standard was humanly impossible to reach, not only did I reduce and even eliminate my own personal stress, But I eliminated at least that stress on my employees, my assistants, and even my patients. Because, yeah, my patients would pick up on that stress. When we come back from the break, I'll just have a few final notes about perfectionism and learning what you can do. Don't go away. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Are you struggling with loss in your life? Whether it's grief, personal healing, or serious life changes that you are dealing with, tune in to Voices for Healing with host Kathy Roberts. Everything that happens to us teaches us and gives us hope and possibility. Kathy and her guest experts will bring you the tools that you need to start the healing process. There are so many ways to transform loss. Where can we take you? Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Kelly covers our relationship with food and teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be, taking us on a weekly food journey, guiding us to a more rich and vibrant life. So tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hey, thanks for sticking with me. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. We are talking about perfectionism and perfectionism as it relates to energy and the energy of a person's being, their very nature. And there are two types of individuals, those that their very nature, that their energy is that of perfectionism and those that their energy is not that of perfectionism. Now, individuals who have a primary, that is who they are in their very nature, that of perfectionism, have been really kind of, of, of vilified in the world because, well, let's be honest, folks, we tend to hold other people up to a standard that sometimes not only can we ourselves not meet, but neither can they. It, it's kind of funny because your your self improvement gurus, the the gurus of the world of uh, personal, well, self improvement always tend to say that perfectionism is a disease. 
And they tend not to really understand us as perfectionists. And they want to make a business deal with the perfectionists saying, if you stop trying to be perfect, you will be successful. Well, folks, that really is not true at all. In that kind of a business deal with a person, any kind of a business deal with any kind of a person, if it is against their very nature, they will not be successful no matter what they do because they have an internal belief that is preventing them from being successful. Now, all of that being said about gurus telling the perfectionist not to be perfect, then it also comes back to the non-perfectionist trying to be perfect. And this is where the world tends to call it a disease. And there is one favorite terminology for a perfectionism disease, and it's called OCD. And I like to make a joke because OCD is not the right way. It should be CDO because that's alphabetically in the correct order. A little humor there, but really, truly, Perfectionists can really go overboard with their type. And that's where it does become a disease, an obsessive-compulsive disease, OCD. And those are the people that we can see on TV shows like hoarders. And personally, to me, watching a show like that is extraordinarily painful Because I can easily see how a person like myself, like any person that is naturally a perfectionist, how they can just go over that edge of slippery slopeness. So what can cause an emotional disease like OCD? It is taking that perfectionism just a little bit too far, obviously. But why does a person take that perfectionist tendency a little too far? Well, they have that negative belief within themselves that they are not good enough. And In the healing codes, this is a goodness category. And we discussed this, oh gosh, was it back in December? It may have been November. I'll have to look that up. Of not being good enough. It's about our identity. Not getting things right enough. And the continual striving and the continual striving and that belief, which is a negative belief, drives us towards that disease 
of being overly perfect. The other part of our identity, the part of kindness, also will drive us into that disease of being OCD or overly perfect. What can you do about it? Well, folks, just first of all, notice it. Second of all, eliminate the negative belief. And in my opinion, the only way to eliminate that negative belief of not being good enough, not being kind enough, is by healing codes. You can get the Healing Code book by Dr. Alex Lloyd. You can go to my website, thehealingwhisper.com, and under the tab, My Favorite Things, you can purchase Healing Code's manual. You can purchase Relationship Codes. All of these things will help you learn how to not only help yourself, well, and it it is what you're doing primarily to help yourself in order to help and heal others. And the perfectionism that has driven you into a disease is that unhealthy belief that being perfect is what you have to do in order to be valued. And this is where you can learn If your energy type is of perfectionism, you will continue to look for perfecting things. You will continue to look for having things within certain rules, but it will not rule your life, nor will you attempt to rule the lives of others through this perfectionistic tendency. Folks, if you are not a perfectionist in nature and are striving so hard to be perfectionist and it has driven you into a disease-like perfectionist tendency, the Healing Codes will also help you eliminate that unhealthy belief that you have to be perfect that you have to look and strive towards that perfectionism and those rules in life. Just remember, I am talking about two different things. People that energetically, by their very nature, are perfectionists, and people that are energetically not perfectionists. Well, folks, all too soon we have gotten to the end of the show. My prayer for each and every one of you out there is to discover what your energy type is. Are you a perfectionist? Are you not a perfectionist? And Find a way through the healing codes is my request to heal those unhealthy beliefs surrounding the perfectionism. 
And folks, until next week, guard your heart because all things flows from it. Blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.